0: Adrian Ross show. I am Adrian Ross, of course, and I have an important show for you today. But before we jump in, let's talk a little bit about a couple things you've been hearing me talk to you about over some time. The first one is the fairly new search engine called Luxel. Have you checked out Luxel yet? You must take a listen. I'm sure you've noticed the leaves are changing. So should your search engine switch to luxle.com a search engine that gives voice to independent conservative and progressive publications you won't find anywhere else that's luxle l u x x l e .com and i also want to remind you about we the people that is www.we the people of missouri. Or, take a look at that building right there, those of you who are watching on YouTube. Inside that building, inside that restaurant, Delmonico's, we the people meet, every Tuesday, 5 o'clock p.m. in Jackson. And this Tuesday, November 7th, the topic will be discussing ham radio. SEMO Amateur Radio Club. That is this Tuesday, November 7th, 5 o'clock. And then looking ahead to next Tuesday, Delmonico's on November 14th at 5 o'clock p.m. Tom Martz will be there talking about legislation and the Constitution, constitutional legislation review and the failings of the legislative body to vote its oath. We the people of Missouri. Check it out. And now let's dive in to today's episode. This is an important episode, as I already said. It's called All Hands on Deck. All Hands on Deck. And I I recently wrote a Substack column called All Hands on Deck. And that is really the center of what we're talking about today. I want you to hear that column. I know that not everyone who listens to the Adrian Ross show or watches it on YouTube, follows me on Substack, which by the way, why aren't you following me on Substack? If you haven't yet, subscribe at adrianross.substack.com. adrianross.substack.com. And I always put that URL in the show notes. So check it out, go there. And subscribe, but because I know not everyone is reading my Substack yet, I want to share with you what I wrote. I want to share the audio of what I wrote. All hands on deck. I'm sure you have noticed that the world is in an, I say, interesting place, uh, for lack of a of a better way of of expressing it. It, it, it almost seems like. All Hades, all hell has broken loose. There are people who are struggling. There are people who are fearful. Uh, we, we, we're, wa- we're watching what's unfolding. And uh in, in Israel, what has unfolded and, and ha- is ongoing there in Israel, the whole thing. And and people are on edge. Um, we're living in some some serious times. I, I might even say some biblical times. And we're at a place now where we need everybody, everybody engaged in doing what it is that is in you to do, what resources you have. We need you doing that, whether it's uh, for the sake of the nation, whether it's for the sake of your neighborhood, whether it's for reaching out to others who are going through the fire, as they say, whether it is building up and Whatever it is, I'm saying that we're living in a time where we're not afforded to just kind of chill out. Well, you'll see what I mean in a moment, because I'm going to play uh, the audio of that column. I want you to hear me, and I want you to hear me really, really keenly in this particular article that I recently wrote. And then I'll come back and we'll talk a little bit. So here it is. All hands on deck. The current state of affairs in the country and the world dictates that it's time out for looking around to see who's doing what so we can criticize and or assess. It's time out for sitting around doing nothing. And it's time out for not knowing what's at stake because we can't be bothered. This is the time for every single one of us to figure out our part and do it. As children, we were repeatedly asked one question. What do you want to be when you grow up? Some still don't have an answer to the question because some still haven't grown up despite our ages. But it's time to do just that because right now everyone is needed in the fight. It's all hands on deck. A little research on my part verified what I already figured that the all-hands-on-deck expression has naval origins. When the captain gave that call, often in an emergency, every sailor was expected to report to the deck and assist. That directive has remained a part of our vocabulary, although most of us never hear it on a ship. We hear it at work when everyone is expected to show up, even when it's not during our usual hours. We hear it in our community groups when there's a tight deadline to meet. No doubt, first responders heard it on 9-11. And when those brave men and women arrived, I'm certain no one stood around doing nothing. Too much was on the line. Our world seems upside down right now. The attack on Israel on October 7th was horrific and still difficult to digest. The ensuing ongoing war has brought more death and destruction as Israel fights for its very existence against an enemy hell-bent on annihilation. And the anti-Semitism on display seemingly everywhere is disturbing, to say the least. In the United States, fear is rampant, food prices are rising, crime is increasing, and suicide is surging. I point all of this out not because I believe there's no hope. On the contrary, as a Christian, I know there's hope. In Christ alone. I highlight this because we have been entrusted with so much. Now if I were God, I don't know if I would have placed such trust in fallible mankind who has shown time and again just how much of a hot mess we can be. But God's grace. Throughout history, God has always used humans to do superhuman things by his power, placing incredible responsibility in man's hands Then asking the question of us that he asked Moses, what is that you have in your hand? We love to complain about what we don't have. God wants to know what we do have. He doesn't ask because he doesn't know the answer. God never asks a question he doesn't already know the answer to. He asks us so we will focus on the resources already at our disposal. Whatever we have in our hands, it's time to use it. We need all hands on deck. What can each one of us do to share the light, to expose the dark, to make a difference? All hands on deck. If you write, it's time to write. Your words can go where you never will. If you teach, find some people to teach. If you've been wanting to start a podcast to spread truth, figure out how to do it and let's go. If you cook, make a meal and take it to your discouraged neighbor. If you're a prayer warrior, you're called to the battlefield. So pray for Israel, pray for America, pray for the hurting, pray. If you have a heart for innocent life, advocate for the unborn. If you sing, volunteer your voice somewhere. Young people are struggling with identity. If you have an encouraging spirit, find some to pour into and let them know they were created in the image of God. If you have a servant's heart, run for office. If you preach, preach the good news. The gospel still is the good news. And no, you don't need a pulpit to preach. All hands on deck means no excuses, no sitting this one out, no messing around, and no looking to someone else. There's a ship to be righted, and we each have to take up the cause. You can't necessarily do what someone else does, And they may not be able to do what you do. So no jealousy and no parroting. What is in your hand? The time is now. And I pray that instead of looking around for someone else to fix the mess we find ourselves in, we recognize how valuable we are and engage. If we all just show up with what's in our own hands, I believe God we'll take care of the rest. Okay, so so there it is. You you hear where I'm coming from when I say all hands on deck, an expression that I imagine every one of us has heard at some point. All hands on deck, all hands on deck. Listen, this is really all hands on on deck. There are, as I already said, people who are struggling. There is a nation struggling. There really is a world struggling. And I know that there are people who who want to know, well, what is my part in all that's going on? Or there are people who feel like they have no part in what is going on. And I believe that it is essential that we understand that we have a role to play, that God has invested heavily in us and we need to be active in that. I recently spoke at a woman's conference in Shanahan, Illinois. And uh, I recently had an opportunity to present with my pastor at a We the People meeting. And and one of the things that I talked about, and one of the things my pastor emphasized as well when we were together at We the People is significance. And that is understanding that every one of us is significant in this hour we're living in. We need everybody. And now understand that though we all have a role to play, everyone's role is not the same. And so we need to find our role and we need to be doing that. And I gave some examples of that because when people think about that, they'll go, Well, I don't feel like I need to be running for office, or I don't feel like I need to be out there with a sign, and I don't feel and and that's that's fine. Notice what I said. If you if you have a neighbor that you could reach out to, that's doing a part because there are people who are dealing with anxiety, there are people who are dealing with depression, there are people who are lonely, there are people who whose children are off in the military and they're wondering what's gonna happen. The, the, so so maybe you can can cook and you get to make a meal and, and pour into somebody and bless someone. Or maybe you're thinking, I need to start a podcast. I hear people say that a lot. I'd love to start a podcast. I don't know where to start. So do what everybody else has done whenever they wanted to do something. They did a little research. They tapped into resources. They, If you believe that you've got a message to give, if you believe that truth can come from you, that's going to help, that's going to bring understanding then you step out and do it. Do it. Do not wait till you're ready. As as I would hear them say often in the John Maxwell team, jump and build your wings on the way down. If you wait until you are absolutely ready to do anything, chances are you're not going to do it. 10 years from now, you're going to be saying, oh, I really wish I could do a podcast because I really have stuff that I believe God's placed on my heart to share. You know what? But probably in 10 years, there'll be something else that you'll that, that you know, will be the podcast. Maybe it'll be something else that technology brought up. The point is, take a step and do it. Press the button and start talking and share that truth. Don't hold that. Young people are dealing with identity issues and all that. OK, so maybe you can reach into a group of young people. Do your part. And you might say, well, how is that going to impact what's going on in the world? The world is made up of people and people need people. And so if that's your role, don't try to do my role, do your role. You know, and I use that scripture because I think that's so powerful. The Lord God said to Moses, what do you have in your hand? You know, what do you have in your hand? Not what do you need, but what do you already have? And there are people who know there's something there, but you're not doing anything with it or you think there's nothing there. That's a lie. God didn't make junk, And I especially speak this to, to those who are believers, to those who are Christians. There's a purpose and a plan and the time is now. We cannot sit and wait and watch and critique other people. We need everybody, all hands on deck. Whatever you find in your hand, use it. It's in your hand for a reason. So God says, what do you have in your hand? And when he said what he had in his hand, God did all kinds of miraculous things with it. But he had to, he presented what he had already. And then he he watched God just do all kinds of stuff. God just showed out as they say, you know? So how does he want to show out in your life, you know? um like i said whether you you can be your you you sing you cook you teach you podcast you run for elected office you pray you can you i mean there are so many things so what is it that you're supposed to be doing and it's it's not just just sitting there just chilling you know do what what it is you can do to make a difference in the lives of people around you in the nation, in the world, what do you have in your hand? Because we need all hands on deck. And that really is a plea and a cry of my heart because number one, so so much potential is untapped. So much is wasted because people are waiting to be ready or they're waiting for someone to validate them or whatever, we don't have time to wait. We've got to make a move. This is serious, these are serious times. And you can make a difference in some way. You can make a difference. So there's that. And then there are other people who just want to criticize what other people are doing while they're doing nothing but criticizing what other people are doing. Listen, <laughs> do. You know, do, do. And if you don't know what it is you're supposed to do, well, you know, pray. Pray and ask God. God, what is it I'm supposed to do? And and there are ways to know what it is you're supposed to be doing. You know, I I in my book, push your way to purpose. If you've never ever read my book, what what are you waiting for? I have three books, but this particular book, push your way to purpose, talks about that. And I shared this in the uh, the speaking engagements that I referenced a, a little bit ago. There are usually three three ways that are really big hints as to maybe what your purpose is, what you're called to do. One of them is, what do you love? Another one is, what do you hate? And the other one is, what are other people saying about you? I'm not going to get into all of that because I because I could, but I but I won't. But you can get the book, Push Your Way to Purpose, How to Get From Where You Are to Where You're Meant to Be. It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Noble. Okay. So you can grab my book, Push Your Way to Purpose and, and check it out while you're there. Check out my, my other two books as well. But The point of the matter is those things are not not everything you love is necessarily what you're what you're called to do, but it's a good hint. What is it you love and then what is it you hate? What is it that gets you? Maybe you've been called to make a change there. Maybe you've been called to turn it around. And we need to also listen to what other people speak over us, people we can trust because sometimes people see things in us that we don't see. But the bottom line is, let's not complicate it. We'll complicate things, waiting for some big old lightning bolt to strike us. Okay, what can you find in your hand to make a difference in this time we're living in? To be there to help. To to I, I don't I don't know what there. The, the sky is the limit, really. But all I'm saying is that. We need all hands on deck. And that's you. And that's me. And so and again, you might be thinking, well, I don't understand how any of those things impact the big picture. The big picture is made up of little pictures. You've got issues with with people indoctrinating children. Okay, so what do you what what how can you help there? How can you help? You've got issues with them trying to get kids to chop off body parts. You know, Um, we've got issues with children who don't think they're good enough, cute enough, uh, big enough, small enough, smart enough, you know, male enough, female enough, all this stuff, this whole thing. And we don't like it. Okay, so how can you help? How can you, who can you pour into? Who can you love? Who can you pray for? What can you get involved in, even in your church? And if you're not in church, we need to be in church because we need to know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. I cannot stress it enough. I did a podcast on that recently about the greatest decision you'll ever make, the most important decision you'll ever make. We are not promised tomorrow. I think we can see that now, right? If you didn't see it before, we are not promised tomorrow and Jesus is coming back. And so we need our hearts, right with God. Okay. The alcohol is not your answer. The drug's not your answer. The sex is not your answer. Jesus is your answer. I can't say it any, any more plain than that. And I'm not going to hold back. Okay. So, so that's number one. And so if you're in a, if you're in a church, which you need to be right, and you're connected, as we say in my church, we are better together. My pastor preached a whole message about that uh, today, talking about, you know, about how we need our church and not just hopping from church to church. I, I don't want to get, I'm, I'm getting way out there, but we need to be settled and planted somewhere. It's important. It's not just nice if it happens, but it's important. And it's important to be in the building. Praise God for internet. When you, for some reason, you, your car didn't start and you can't get there. But other than that, we need to be together. We need to be, the Bible says so. All right? so there but but you're not to be there just let me just check in and let me check out how can you serve how can you help how can you advance the cause of that which is right you know you got an idea you know what's right and wrong bugs you so all hands on deck let's get it going people are suicidal like i mean like just just no hope hopeless i don't know maybe you sing maybe your song Can turn, can change the atmosphere. And don't say that doesn't happen because when the anointing is upon you, I'm telling you, and and listen, somebody can sing a song and turn things around when God is in it. And when you are willing to do your part and to use what's in your hands, I'm saying right now, all hands on deck. All hands on deck. The world. Is gonna be the world. Folks gonna be folks. I always say this. I don't know why people who are Christians get are so su- surprised. All of us have been there. We're just so surprised when when the devil acts like the devil. Well, that's why he's the devil. The word evil is in there, you know. And so the devil's gonna be the devil. Let's just be who we're supposed to be, you know. We get we. I say this. I go. You know, we get surprised when people act act weird, act funny. I said, listen. Lies, lie; cheaters, cheat; murderers, murder; and heathens, heat. I made that up. They heed. I made that word up. That's exactly what they do. So, all I'm in, I'm saying is, I'm encouraging you, because I, I, I know that some, I know that that there are times, there's that you just you, it's an idea, it's a thought, it's something. I I should go reach out here. I should uh, invest in here. I should get be a part of it. And I, I feel like this is what I'm gifted to. You know. So, so then take a step, take a step. What's in your hand? You can be a blessing and you can make a difference in a dark time. I, I say this because I believe this a lot of times, those of us, especially who know the Lord, we're looking outside of ourselves to find the answer. And of course, the answer is Christ. But he's on the he's on the inside of us, and so we're looking for someone to come along and be the answer. When the Spirit of God is saying, "I placed something in your hand, something in your spirit," you walk into a place where there's darkness, where there's sadness, where there's anxiety, where there's depression, where everything is just acting like a fool. You you walk into that place and you set the atmosphere, but only. When you recognize what you have in your hand, what you have at your disposal, who God is on the inside of you. And I say that because I believe that when we recognize the significance of who God has called us to be and that he is with us and in us, if he is, you show up differently. You recognize that you're in a divine appointment and therefore it causes you to show up a certain way and then there's an expectation and god doesn't disappoint he's looking for people who are looking to make a difference not all out there trying to emulate someone else to parrot someone else to be jealous of someone else we have to be very careful because we can we can look at that well what what they're doing they're running for office man they, he's Trump he's running for president now that's somebody you know who that that's a hand that needs to be on the deck right there You know, oh, this person, they're going and they're they're speaking at all these places, and their voice and their message is changing everything. Now that's a person, wow, and I agree. Running for president is amazing. Having an opportunity to speak before the masses is amazing, but also having an opportunity to sow into the life of your neighbor is also amazing. Having the opportunity to bake a cake for those who bake, y'all don't want me to bake a cake, but for those who bake a cake or sweet potato pie. Or whatever, and then you can bring that to the person who's who's trying to figure out where what's going to happen with my my child, what's going to happen with my marriage, what's going to happen. All those things matter. It does, all of them. all of the, All of it matters. All hands on deck. And if you can take a stand against the pornography in these public school, li- in these uh, public schools, private schools, even, and these public libraries, then you do that. You take a stand. We don't have to be ugly. We don't have to go uh, throwing things. We shouldn't be doing that. But we can go. We can go on fire, and we can go uh, with knowing that we're on the right side of right. So, so do that. Don't just sit back and say, "Well, let them do it." What about What about you? What, Maybe you should lift your voice. Maybe you should join in. Maybe you should help plan and, and 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 see what happens with what you do with what you have. You know, maybe there's a prayer group, you know, um, that you can be a part of. You're like, I, you know, I know how to pray. I know how to intercede, you know, and, uh, we all are part of this, all hands on deck. Time out for just sitting and doing nothing, time out for just being the criticizer. It's time to dive in because the times and the seasons some serious serious stuff we're living in and we need everybody. That's my message today and like I said it's an important one. It might sound preachy. Um I don't know. Maybe it does, but Whatever. I mean, that's okay, right? <laughs> it's if it's preaching, it's preaching. Truth is truth, and it comes in various forms, right? This is the truth I'm speaking, and I want to encourage you, I want to tell you how important you are, how important it is that you use what's in your hands because there's something there. So, God, give us eyes to see what you placed within our hands, what you've invested in us. Okay. What you've invested in us, and what are you going to do with it? You're needed. Don't believe you're not. From the youngest to the oldest, you're needed. And those people of faith, come on. We should be leading the charge. All right. So I don't have that much, I don't have anything else to say um, about that. I just want to really encourage you. But I'd love to hear from you. Always love to hear from you. And you your YouTube. First of all, make sure you subscribe, make sure you like, please make sure you share, but also leave a comment. Let's have a conversation, okay? If you're listening on the podcast platforms, subscribe, all right? Give me a rating. Give me that five-star rating if you love what I bring on The Adrian Ross Show. Also, write a review. Really, really would appreciate that. And on Substack, again, please subscribe, adrianross.substack.com. And leave a comment there. Share. I can't even tell you how many times people will say, really enjoyed that episode. Really enjoying your show. I had no idea that they were even watching the show because they never say anything. They're all incognito. My understanding is all those things, the likes, the shares, you know, all those things help. Help beat the algorithm, as I hear some say. So help me. Help! Help me help everyone else in any way that that I can. Right? So uh, we are better together. So I appreciate that. So leave comments, uh, subscribe, share, like, all of those all of those good things, and um, and let's continue to do what what we can do with what we have in our hands. Also I encourage you to go to the BMG network that is the bmgnetwork.com, check out the other podcasters there. They have that podcast in their hand. They have something that they believe that will uh, something they believe will be important, something that they believe is important, something they believe is is going to make a difference. They've got a voice and they're using that voice. So the bmgnetwork.com, support that network as well support people who are involved and you get involved also so that we're not competing. God help us not to compete, but help us to come alongside and support and to encourage and to bless and to do what he's called us to do. All right. So um, I said all that to say all that. So I hope that you receive that. And again, I have to remind you it's my honor and my joy to remind you, about We the People every Tuesday in Jackson, Missouri at Delmonico's. And those of you who are local, you know exactly where that is, five o'clock. There are always guests there dropping some knowledge, bringing some insight, and there's training for how to be involved on a local level, how to make a difference. So you want to talk about what's in your hand? Well, there are people coming to that meeting all the time and they're bringing what's in their hand and they're serving it. All we have to do is receive it and then take it and do with it what we feel to do with it. Okay. It then becomes something in our hands, perhaps that we can do something with. So five o'clock at Delmonico's in Jackson, we, the people. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Adrian Ross show, as always, again, share with someone else so that they can be a part of the Adrian Ross show family. All right. I will catch you next time. God bless you abundantly.